thank you for coming to the home show. You know, I could try to spice it up and make it sound all radio-ish, but I'm just happy that you gave us an opportunity. If you're someone looking to educate yourself so that you can purchase a home for you and your family, this is the place. Sit back, take some notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the home show where they teach generational wealth. They can get you good credit out the gate, real estate, no debate. They're here to help. They got attorneys, protect your family, they cover your needs. Snow cats, snow cats, snow cats. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the new, the new, the new home show. What up, what up, what up? Hey, it's your resident online mortgage lender, Robert Lewis. And I got my co-host with me, Mr. Tevin Goggins. How you doing today, Tev? Always a pleasure, man. I love it. Uh, I'm falling in love with that, with that home show intro more and more every week, bro. I like that. If you got, if you got any rhythm in you, 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 you can't <laughs> fight that. That thing like is banging. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, welcome guys to the home show. Uh, we like to say at the home show, we are speaking to the following people, those that are looking to purchase their first home. In fact, Tevin and I both have a goal each year to help 100 families, first time home buyers, if you will, get into their home with the best financing options available. Number two, we're talking to anyone that's looking to move up, right, Tev? We don't discriminate around here. Uh, so if you're looking to move up into that second home, we're here for you as well. And then last and most definitely not least, we want to help those that need to reposition their current equity and put them in the best financial situation for them and their family going forward. So those are the three types of people that we like to talk to. Ooh, is that right, Ted? <laughs> oh, yeah. From the first time home buyers who don't have much understanding of the process to the investors. Uh, who are trying to, you know, increase their portfolio. You know, though, we, we love them all. There you go. I like the way he said it better. You know, that's why I got him <laughs> on here. Got the professor <laughs> on here, right? So, Ted, let me ask you a question, man. Let me ask you a question. Uh, do you know how adults learn? I will say that my dad taught me repetition is the father of learning. Repet I like that. I like that. Dad was a wise man, right? Mm -hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Let's see what OSHA says. OSHA says some, some something similar along the lines of what dad is saying. But adults, they best learn, right, when they have material or lessons that they can relate to, right, mm -hmm. uh, and relate to what they already know. I apologize, right? And so it's it's also good for us as adults to have roadmaps, I'm one that's more of a visual person. I love to learn via video and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But anytime we can stack on concepts, right? right? And then like dad said, repetition, repetition. So to that point, we back on credit again this week. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so for those of you out there that are wondering, man, didn't y'all talk about that? Yes, we did. But we're going to build on what we said last week. We were really 10,000 foot view last week. This week, we're going to get more granular because we're really we're really dealing with the three C's of lending. Uh, mm -hmm. 
why don't you break that down for us, Ted? What 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 are the three C's of lending? So we have uh, the credit, obviously. We mm-hmm. have cash and uh, collateral. Collateral. There you go. And yeah. sometimes you might hear uh, capacity. Mm-hmm. That's income, right? right? Credit, capacity, collateral. But we're going to deal with the credit portion, dig or go a little deeper. And after this week, we feel that we have given enough of a roadmap for you all to be able to understand and implement those things so that you could put your best foot forward when it comes to buying a home or anything that you need to finance with. Correct. Correct. I'm yeah. going I'm to I'm step in real quick, Rob, because I think if they missed the past few weeks, yeah, they tune in today. Yeah. They're going to get enough of what they need to be able to make that purchase decision. Like that's how important today is. What, 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 since you were so strong with it, right? What, <laughs> right. what, Let's jump right into step one, man. What do you say step one is, okay? We need to know what's on the credit file. So step one is very simple. Obtain a copy of your credit report with all three bureaus, those being TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. Uh, Experian. Uh, this is kind of everybody knows about credit repair, right? It's the sexy thing out. Uh, people think they can become an overnight success because of credit repair. Um, this is essentially the first step in credit repair. We can't dispute or make sure something's incorrect if we don't know what's there. So let's start by understanding what's on those reports, because you do have a legal right. Uh, The the CFPB uh, wants you to be sure that everything being reported is completely accurate. So that's the first step. Before we do anything, let's let's just get a copy of it and see what's on there. And, you know, that sounds simply stated, right? It just sounds so simple, right? But. I find in my practice, Tev, that there is an apprehension that people have, maybe a mental block, mm-hmm. as either one or one, either they don't want to know what's on the credit report, mm-hmm. or they come up with all of these excuses not to be able to go to the CFPB, right, right, right. get the instructions, and then find out how to get a free copy of the report. So what say you, man? What, what are some of the mental things that someone could do to get over that hurdle, some exercises one could do for themselves to, to, to push through that so we can get the credit report. They can get their credit report to see what's on. No, I think it's a great question. I, right now, it feels like credit, especially in our cohort and our communities, I'll just be honest, it's kind of like going to the doctor. Like, you know something's a little bit wrong, but if you don't go to the doctor and they don't uh, diagnose you, then you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to face it. So that's how we look at our credit reports. I know I haven't been paying some stuff on time. Maybe I got some collections. Maybe I don't. I haven't paid that credit card. Maybe you know. But as long as I don't look at it, it's just not real to me. Uh, what we need to do to overcome that is become comfortable understanding the need to look at our credit at a minimum of 12 times a year. Like every single month, you need to see where am I? Has anything changed? What am I doing to correct it? you know, based on the types of information you get on a home show. So where am I? Did anything change? And what can I do to better my situation for myself and my family? Uh, we have to get over that that fear of uh, not knowing what's on that credit report and not seeing that score. It's not going to change if you don't do anything. I love it, man. Uh, uh, an ounce of prevention is, is better than a pound of cure. And we must change the paradigm in our communities in that I love what you said once a month, man, 
That needs to be the new uh, process, the new algorithm, because how often do the creditors and or collections and th- how often are they reporting to the to the agencies? Once a month, <laughs> you know, once a month. Right. Makes sense. I love it. I love it. Uh, what's what's your step number two, man? All right. So number two, we're going into the most impactful component of your credit, which is your payment history. If you are currently late, it's fine. We need to catch up on those past due amounts and then start to build a habit of paying the bills on time. We have to start there. Like there's no the credit repair isn't going to save it because at the end of the day, what those credit repair organizations aren't going to tell you is that credit is a it's a habitual process. It's a numerical outcome of your habits. So if you don't change your habits, even if they wipe everything off your credit and you get a 720 credit score, it's not going to be sustainable because eventually you're going to go back to doing the things you were not disciplined enough to correct over that duration of time. So if you're past due, get to where you can catch those things up and then start making those payments on time. Payment history is worth 35% of your FICO credit score. It's that important. And and it's that simple. You you know what I love, Tevin? Um, just like when in our intro, right? Uh, the internet, it's, it's a disruptor. Is it not? Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. at one point in time, I, I remember... You know, and I'm not that old, but I can remember, man, Mr. Telephone Man. There's something wrong with my line, party line, you know? I can remember that. Some of you all don't know what I'm speaking of, but my point is this. There is no excuse. And the information is readily available, right? And so going forward, going forward, Unc is not going to, you know, talk to you guys like that so much. But what I'm saying is this. Just like the analogy that Tevin used in step one, you know, just like in our cohort, man, we don't, we hate going to the doctor Mm -hmm. and then, you know, we slow singing and flower bringing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's premature. So uh, in step two, right. From what you just said, very simple, not hard. This is not heavy lifting, but I also like to challenge you to teach your young folks the Bible says, bring up a child in the way they should. You know I'm going to preach, y'all. It is. I knew it was coming. It's in me. It ain't on me, right? Right. So when you, why do I say that? It's about behaviors. Mm-hmm. And this is something that folks around my way have always said, right? Uh, don't let it once be named amongst you. In other words, if you bring up your children, understanding these credit things, those behaviors, which are the hardest things to change, is your behavior. Mm-hmm. They'll have the behavior going forward of having an understanding, not a fear, and ultimately your generation. You know that thing that we was talking about for two years—the generational wealth. Mm-hmm. That's generational wealth. So deal with yourself, but teach those behind you, because behaviors once established are often never changed. Man, I just hate to say that. Right. No, and I, I agree with you a hundred percent, Rob. Like that's. The mindset and the behavior is the hardest thing to change. And I think that when you start to look to your children and you understand that there's a generation coming behind you that's looking for your guidance, that's also another layer that's going to keep you accountable. Because you can be a hypocrite, but they're going to call you out on that too. So do the things, uh, you know, understand the foundational things that we need to know, teach them and do it. And and then they'll get uh, repetitions of father learning. If they see their parents doing it, 
they see their parents creating the budget, uh, you know, not living above their means and planning big purchases, then maybe they'll do it too. Number three. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going into number three. Um, if you have credit cards, focus on paying the balances down to less than 10%. I know the internet says 30%. I want to focus on 10%. It's very, this is deliberate. I'm not, this is not an accident. 10% is the number. Because when you get less than 10%, you're maximizing the capacity that the 30% of your credit score, which is pay, uh, credit utilization, can impact your credit score. So if you're maxing out a credit card right now, for easy numbers sake, it's $100. We're going to pay it down to $9. Love it. So mad. <laughs> Love it. Love it, man. You know, those that know, know, man. Uh, we, we entertain sometimes, but if you really can listen and follow these steps, and you know, this it's it's ne- it's never free because that's something else I want to kill, Tevin. Uh, and we'll start killing it tonight. This yeah. isn't free. Uh, and even for you, it's not free because your time is your most valuable resource. Absolutely. Once it's spent, you cannot get it back. But the production isn't free, it's on me. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. But but if when you don't have a lot of money, guess what you have? Time. Mm-hmm. And my question, my challenge to you is utilize, be a better steward over the time that you've been given. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to remain in these places that you are. Again, hear what he said. The next nine, nine percent is just not a laser fair number we put out of the sky, but it helps you maximize the what? The 35 percent, right, of the Mm -hmm. portion of the score. Right. It's, it's all in, in baked in the cake. Last thing I'll say on this, Tev, uh, and you let me know if we can move forward, but you see these things here that I see everybody with? Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. This is the most. Do you know they say when they went to the moon, right, it took a, a computer probably as big as my house. Got a nice house, right? <laughs> right, right. You got more per- processing power in this. Mm-hmm. And we're using it a lot of times to distract ourselves from the things that we know that are underlying and we're hoping that they're going away, right? Put a a reminder on the phone, okay? Put a reminder on the phone and, you know, know your numbers. You'll Mm -hmm. never, you'll, you'll never amass any amount of wealth when you don't know your numbers. I'll leave it there. No, I love it. I love it. You can't change what you can't measure. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four. Um, so this is kind of a, a chip off the old block with number three uh, in terms of the credit card. Um, uh-huh. An authorized user account. Of course, this is another It's another hot topic. It's sexy because people want to find every shortcut they can. I'm putting it here because when you use it the right way, let's say your wife, uh, your mom, your aunt, someone that's a loved one um, that's willing to put you on a, an account. You're not going to get a credit card and spend their money, but you're on the account. So it reflects on your credit reports. There's three things that can happen to positively impact your credit because of this. Payment history. If they've had that account for 10 years, uh, 12 is the amount of months in a year times 10. So that's 120 payments that's going to go into your percentage calculation of your payment history, which always needs to be above 97%. So you're going to get an additional for 35% worth of your credit score. You're going to get an additional 120 payments to benefit you and boost up that payment history. 
So you get the, pay, the benefit of the payment history, 35%. If they keep their balances low, like we just talked about, less than 10%, and they have higher balances or higher limits, let's say they have a $10,000 credit card and you only have a $3,000 credit card. Um, now, them having it less than $1,000 looks like you have more available credit and they can take you from maxing out a credit card to now you're at less than 9%. And now you're going to have an impact of that 30%. We're at 65% of your credit score. Two things. And this is where it gets really good. If that account is 10 years old, that history or that 10 years is going to go into your credit age, which is the third most important at 15%. So now we're at 80%, if my math serves me correctly. 80% of your credit score can be impacted by an authorized user account. But it has to be the right type of account. It can't have late payments. It doesn't help you. It can't be maxed out credit card, doesn't help you. And the younger ones don't help you as much. 80% of your uh, of your score is in the right choice of an authorized user account. So that is a shortcut. Back, back to that generational wealth, man. So what I hear you saying, man, and what I'd like to add to that before we move forward, um, you know, membership matters, man. Uh, okay. a, lot of, a lot of times, what, this is what I mean by that. I talk to my family all the time, and the older I get, I realize how blessed I was being born into the family that I was born into mm-hmm. because you don't have any choice over there. Right. Right. And so to, to those of you out there that have pillars, rocks, you know, reliable family members, don't take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and if they do extend that offer to you, the benefit is this, as Tevin has said a couple of times, you're looking for the shortcut. Right. We're looking for the sugar hit, the sugar rush. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a short term solution. And the reason that that's not going to be a viable option going forward is because of the Internet. Right. AI computing power. You can't get away with things that you could even get away with two years ago. So uh, it's a good time to repent. <laughs> right. Uh, change your ways. And and uh, if you do have somebody that's willing to, you know, uh, let you ride off of their good name, mm-hmm. don't use it in vain. Right. Right. Now, I agree with that 100 percent, Rob. Step four is more of a boost after you've started to do the right things that we talked about in one, two and three. So you don't skip one, two and three, go to four and then try to buy this house, buy this car. Like that's you're cheating the system at that point. And it's never going to change. It's never going to change because as soon as that account is no longer available to you, your credit score is going to go back to what your habits are. That's not what you want. Number five. All right. Uh, we're getting close to the end, guys, but number five is really important. Uh, even though inquiries only account for 10% of your credit score, the lender sees them and they see where you've been, what you've been doing, who you've been trying to get credit from. And if all of those accounts, which most of them typically don't, become an open account of credit, then they know that you've been denied. So now a lender, somebody thinking, okay, do I give this person money or access to credit? Why do I? Why don't I? When you have a lot of inquiries on your credit, they can pull down your score, yes, but it also shows the lender that you've been getting denied. And they're going to have respect for those other lenders and say, they found a reason to deny you, so I'm just going to go on their decision. I'm going to deny you too. So it's an eyesore, even if your scores are decent. Chase is one of the banks that would do it. If you got over five, you can have a 700 score. Over five inquiries, we don't want you. You shopping for credit too much. They hit you with that Matumbo. <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> so, and 
it's funny, but inquiries are one of the things that, that are baked into the criteria for a lot of lending options. So even like I said, you can have that good score because of number four. You know, you got that authorized user account. So now you're in the seven hundreds. You got eight inquiries. Nobody wants to lend you anything because part of the criteria says we don't want you with more than five per per bureau. So you still have to monitor your spending. You still have to be disciplined. Uh, you still have to be resourceful in the way that you obtain new credit. And you have to be honestly, you just got to build proper habits like the, the same thing that we're talking about is becoming the theme of the show uh, because credit is just a numerical form of your habits. Attention, Texas home buyers! Did you know that the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, also known as TSHAC, has several down payment assistance options available to you? These programs are designed to help make home ownership more accessible, and yet they are often underutilized. You don't even have to be a first time home buyer. Don't let the lack of a down payment and or closing cost funds hold you back any longer from realizing your dreams of homeownership. Schedule a consultation today and learn more about these great resources and start your journey to home ownership. You are who you are. <laughs> Check this out, Tev. Um, along the lines of what you're talking about, right? Um, um, Birds of a feather flock together. If you're watching, type that in. Birds of a feather flock together. This is what I mean, okay? Because uh, you reference Chase. Uh, I won't reference any company, but here's the deal. Klarna, Affirm. Uh, help me out, Tev. This is your space. Uh, um, uh, four pay. Four, say again? Four pay? Four pay. We'll leave with those. Yeah. All of what do those company who do they lend to? People that are looking to rebuild their credit. See, birds of a feather flock together, right? So again, not only is it is it easy for someone to see who you are, and there's no, you know, there's no shame in it, but I'm just telling you, it's not hard. It's mm -hmm. the it's the internet, it's the connectivity, right? Yeah. We can find stuff. And that is our job as lenders. Our job is to get you into a home with the most conservative stance possible, right? I shouldn't have you at 55%. Had to gross up your, your uh, non-taxable income. Had to get you an MCC mortgage credit. Mm -hmm. The seller had to give you 27% and you got $3 in the bank. That's what that is waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. A foreclosure. Right. Okay, so again, we're coming back. We're we're slowing it down, and we're wanting you to understand the why to the credit piece. And then when you do that, a couple of things will happen, and we can move forward. You'll stop falling prey to the victims or the lust of your flesh. Meaning, somebody comes around and say, "Hey, bro, I could do da 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 da," but it's gonna cost you da 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 da. See, it always costs you. Everything costs. Right. It costs. And what we're trying to do is get past that, okay? Get past it so that you can truly begin to build wealth. Mm -hmm. Because if you stay in that, I got to play a death loop, you're mm -hmm. going to play yourself. Right. Right. Now, once again, man, I agree. I think it's spot on. Um, 
that in which you don't measure, you can't change. This is these themes are like living throughout the podcast at this point because yeah. you you just have to monitor yourself. You have to act appropriately, and you have to get yourself out of these cycles. It's just simple. It's and you could do it. And you could do it. Number six. Number six. Number six is funny because even when I was thinking this out, uh, as much as I know that this is kind of like building the habit that we're talking about, this should be number one. Because before you even pull your credit, before you even go apply for credit, getting out of high school, somebody should have taught you how to budget. Not the B word. Oh, man. <laughs> Rob, I'm going to say this. And I might be the first person to go on record saying this. Your budget is more important to your credit than any of those 35, 30, any of those percentages because it lives in your credit. Your budget is your payment history. Your budget is your credit utilization. It's, it's everything. Your budget is your amount of inquiries because when you budget properly, you know, what is my surplus of income that I can use to, to play? What can, I, what can I do some things with? And if you don't have it, you don't try to buy it. You in turn, don't have a lot of inquiries. You see, you see how everything just flows because it's all based on responsible spending. But Tevin, I, I feel like, you know, that's y'all saying, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings don't count, Tevin? Is that what you're telling me? Look, I'm going to tell you, my one pastor I talked to said that they, <laughs> people use feel instead of think because they don't want to be wrong. Uh, if they say, I think, you're wrong. If you, you got think that gray area. Five, you're wrong. Yeah. I but like when you say feel, we got to be we got to be accountable. You got to be held accountable. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you, man. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're all good, man. So that budget is extremely important. It, it, it literally sets the foundation for everything that's going to happen with your credit because that budget sets the foundation for your habits. Once you become disciplined to a budget, you create a system that's repeatable that you can execute at a high enough level and you're going to pay your bills on time because it's within budget. You're going to keep your, your credit utilization percentages low because you're not living on 125 or 150% of your income, you don't need the credit. It's just there for an emergency. And next, one of these times, we're going to talk about an emergency fund. Y'all going to take me back to my financial planning days. But that ain't what we talk about right now. Not today, Pastor. Not today. <laughs> so so today. I, think, I, I think we hit it on the head for today, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. Y'all didn't know I only cut them off one time, <laughs> right? Oh, and I just said, right, I'm working on the filler words. But anywho, let's recap because we want to respect your time. And I'll give a little segue into next week. The next C out of the three C's, we're going to deal with capacity or income. OK, so tonight, Tevin, excellent job with those six steps. The recap is as follows. Number one, get a copy of your credit report. How often? Tevin says once a month, and I agree. Number two, no late payments. Guys, use your phones, call a friend, have somebody send you a smoke signal. Late payments are killing your credit. And, and in a lot of cases, and from what I'm seeing, it's just a lack of, like Tevin says, knowing your numbers, lack of documentation. Number three, utilization. 10% or less, Tev? Yes, sir. That's the number. 9%, right, of your credit cards. Some of you guys, because of what's been going on, I'm going to put it on somebody else, the pandemic is over and the euphoria is coming down. All you got to do is watch some of these folks. Matter of fact, they've left the industry, okay? A lot of them are stressed out because that business credit that you can't see on the credit report, you still got to pay for it, right. okay? So 
mind the credit cards, they're a tool, 9% or less, utilize authorized users if you can. It's a blessing because somebody has 10, 12 plus years, you can't, you can't hack that, mm -hmm. right? That's a gift. But if somebody gives it to you, be a good steward over it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Limit the number of inquiries, okay? Chase, Chase ain't having it. And, and as money gets tighter, I'm already seeing it, it's more than a credit score. It's the profile. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm seeing turndowns with people with higher credit scores, mm -hmm. right? But the other two legs of the triangle aren't adding up. Last but not least, the B word. Got a budget, guys. Budget. I'll just leave it there. What, what say you, Tev, as we get ready to get out of here, man? Nah, like I said, I thought today was probably one of the more impactful sessions that we would have uh, because it really dives deep into hey, I'm in a place where I'm at, you know, that 300 to, uh, let's say, you know, 580 or 579 credit score. How do I take the next step? How do I get closer to home ownership? And the honest truth is, these are the steps. This is where you start. Let's get a budget under control because I, I'm a, I learned this from Rob. Rob is my mentor. I learned this from Rob. If you want to purchase a home, I need to know that for the last six months, at the bare minimum, You've paid everything on time and that you've got your stuff under control. You can't come trying to get money from a lender and you were late on your car payment last month. They're going to see you as a you're, you're risky because you don't you're not in a position where you you've sustained all of your responsibilities as of late. Now, six months, like I said, is the bare minimum. We want two years of you having your things together. It just means you're more responsible. So I think today was a, a good segue into next week, like you mentioned. Uh, but it takes anyone that's starting the process of correcting their credit to make any major purchase, uh, be it homes, uh, auto, whatever the case may be. Uh, today starts you on that journey. So there you have it, guys. We all can't make moves at the same time. It takes time. If somebody could tell me where rap song that comes from next week, I might have something for you. Uh -oh. So for my, my esteemed co-host mr tevin goggins pardon me and myself robert lewis we want to thank you for your time we know you can spend it anywhere okay uh share this out with folks that you know that this might uh impact or help and by all means by all means if we could be of any assistance and we would love to reach out to us and uh because lending is what we do so with that guys our time is up but we thank you for yours hey as we always say Let's be good to one another. Let us let grace abound. And until the next time, peace. Y'all be blessed. Peace.